Hey there, I'm Janine Noggle, and I'm the host of the UECU podcast. Well, hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the UECU podcast. We are really just super excited to um, continue to meet with you in, in a new and fun way. And this time, we're taking a little bit of a different tack. Um, the last few times, we've been talking with some of our members and friends. Today, we're going to be talking with a couple of our staff. And I'm really excited to have um, some guests here to talk about how uh, UECU uh, has kind of been involved in the very many different communities, um, you know, kind of across the nation and locally. And just to get to know a little bit about the outreach that happens here at UECU. So uh, it's nothing new for us. We've been doing that for a very long time. It's just not something we always uh, tout or <laughs> kind of put out there the way that, you know, maybe it might be expected. We've done a lot of things quietly for a lot of years. And um, so it's kind of fun today to talk a little bit about what we've done and what we are doing and why we're excited about the things that we do as staff and also to support as an organization. So um, thanks for joining us today. Um, let me introduce my two guests today. I have Dawn Pavlik, who is our loan processing manager, and she's also the co-chair of the Employee Volunteer Program Committee. And we're going to talk a little bit uh, um, with her about that. And then my other guest is Caitlin Keck, who is our business development specialist, and she is the chair and has been for a little while of our United Way committee. So uh, our guest United Way at Work committee, I don't, <laughs> there's all different ways that that gets used across the nation, but it's our uh, employee group that works on supporting our local United Way. So welcome to you both. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> um, look, I, I know these kinds of conversations can seem weird, and um, but I, you know, I think it's just important for our friends and our members to kind of know a little bit more about our staff, the kinds of things that we do, uh, and just really how we kind of give back to the community because, you know, it's important. Um, the motto of, you know, credit unions as a whole is people helping people. And if you think about it, that's really kind of where it all began. So back in 1934, when the laws allowed credit unions to be and we kind of started that same year. So we were pretty quick on the draw. Not me personally, not us personally, but <laughs> our predecessors here at Utilities Employees Credit Union anyway. Um, and really the whole concept of credit unions was to help people in a difficult financial time. If you think about, you know, right after 1929, and we don't need to go into that history, but, you know, obviously wasn't a great time for a lot of folks and people were having trouble with having access to banking services and definitely to loans of any kind. So, you know, the whole credit union history was if we get a group of people that have some similarities um, together, whether it was employment or location, uh, that they could kind of pull their funds, put it into an account and save, and then those same saved funds could be turned around and used for small loans in the community to help businesses get back on their feet, to help families um, you know, through difficult times. And that was long before lots of government programming. So, you know, the history was credit unions really were created to help people. Um, and it really wasn't about profit. It wasn't about, you know, all of those things that we think about today, maybe when we look at financial institutions in general, whether they're banks or credit unions. I mean, credit unions are still not for profit and hopefully will always be. That definitely takes, you know, one big part of that puzzle um, away from being trouble. And, you know, we don't have stockholders, so we don't have to worry about um, serving two masters, as I often say. You know, our master, in essence, is our owners, and that's our members. So anyway, coming out of all of that, it just makes sense that if our motto as a credit union industry is people helping people, um, that we do more than just savings accounts and loans and <laughs> credit cards and all of those good things, although that's helpful. Um, you know, what else can we do to serve our community? And I think there's a great history among credit unions in, in service to their communities. And so we're no different in that regard. Um, so, you know, I, I just think it's important that, that everyone kind of understand that history because it speaks to why we do it today. It's, it's really not about the annual report. <laughs> it's really not about, um, you know, being able to do um, promotional things about, I mean, sure, we will share the things that we do, but that's really not the reason behind it in our industry and, and particularly for here at UECU. So, so let's talk, before we jump into all of those fun things, I always like to ask my guests just to talk a little bit about, you know, 
who they are and really kind of how did you land here in your position? And so it's kind of fun today talking to staff. How did you end up at UECU? What brought you down this path? So let's start with you, Katie. Sure. Um, so I've always been in banking since high school. Um, I first was in a bank and then switched over to the credit union world. Um, I've been here eight years, uh, almost in December, um, and haven't looked back yet. And uh, just continuing to build um, kind of, I guess, my repertoire or my knowledge of the credit union um, of UECU. Um, so I started as member services uh, facing members, and now I'm on the biz dev side, and I help um, our national account reps who go and talk to all of our companies, our sponsor companies, and just support them in however they, they need help. Sometimes you get to travel a little too. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, that was my history here in, in BizDev, so I, I get that, and, uh, and that's great. Now, a little bit just about you. What do you, what do you like in life? What's your favorite things to do outside of the work, the work day? Sure. Um, so I love to kayak. Um, this summer has not been the best for that. <laughs> a little dry. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's been raining for the last couple of weeks, so hoping Yay. to get out there. And um, so love to kayak. Um, married. I have a dog um, <laughs> who I've rescued, but I think he rescued me. Yeah. And uh, but love my church. Uh, super involved in just helping and serving and doing mission work and getting out there and, and doing things like that. So cool. Yeah. My yeah. role with United Way has definitely been a, a test to that. So. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in yep. detail in just a moment, but let's jump to Dawn. So a little bit about you, how you got to UECU and what's a, what's a good day in your life like? Oh my gosh. <laughs> so what's your favorite things? Well, I'm kind of like Caitlin. I was in the banking world for all my life since high school. Um, so for 35 years uh, and came into the credit union world and started about the same time Katie did. We had the, <laughs> we started in the same, uh, classes. Oh, really? Uh, for the, mm -hmm. yeah. So about yep. the same year. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. So about eight years. So, and um, I'm in the loan department and we just, you know, do all processing for the loans and do it all from start to finish. And uh, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy, we do get some member contact and some good stories um, yeah. as far as like how we can help them and, and things of that nature, which is why I'm like really happy to be part of um, the employee volunteer um, committee. But as far as myself, I, uh, I have two kids. I'm married. I have a dog as well. Um, <laughs> my daughter just uh, went back to college. She goes to Pitt. Okay. And um, so she is loving it there. And my son recently enlisted in the Army. So oh he's my. been there for about a year and a half. So everybody was home for a wedding this past weekend. So it was nice having us all together again because oh, we don't get awesome. that time very often. So I totally understand that. My kids um, are in faraway states. <laughs> Mm -hmm. So I don't get to see them too often either. So it is nice when they can come home. It's also a whirlwind. But... It is. Yes. Yes. Yep. So. But family time is precious and that, that's, that's cool. Yep. All right. Well, um, so let's start talking a little bit about the, the um, kind of the history, I think, of giving here at UECU, at least in the, in the knowledge years that we're aware of. Um, I've been here 13 years and for as long as I've been here, we have supported our local United Way. So Caitlin, let's start with you a little bit and talk a little bit about the United Way committee and kind of where, what, how did we get involved or how long have we, what history do you know? Cause it's been a long time that we've been doing it longer since any of us have been here. Right. Yep. Uh, so as far as I can tell, we've been giving since 1996. Um, so that's about 26 years of, uh, of giving, um, started with just, I think, walking around the credit union, collecting money, um, and making a donation. Um, and then it evolved into being able to choose things like your payroll and do payroll deductions that way. Um, and then we do special events. So that's added to it. So, uh, I know our first, uh, first year we gave was around 1500 and, uh, now we're about 37,000. So, wow. Huge, huge increase over 26 years, but we've done a lot of things to do that. And uh, we have a great team supporting that. Mm. UECU supports that from a corporate standpoint. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, I know that, you know, people who are listening, I, I think sometimes we take it for granted. We know what United Way is. We know what United Way does. It's obviously a nationwide organization. Um, and here, 
our local one here in Berks County, United Way of Berks County, is the one that we kind of serve directly, also a little bit with Schuylkill County mm-hmm. as well, because we have staff that live in, in both of those counties and probably beyond at this point. But for those who really aren't familiar, other than maybe seeing a United Way commercial during a football game or, <laughs> or something along those lines, can you talk a little bit about just kind of what United Way does, at least in our community, so that sure. people have a better understanding of why we support them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and even to that, um, before I was in the United Way committee and before I was in the chair uh, position, I didn't really understand what United Way did. Um, so the more I've gotten involved and kind of seen firsthand, um, they support 30, 32 um, agent partners. Um, so, so nonprofit organizations yep. in our community. Yep. Okay. Um, so some ranging from homelessness to needing financial support, or I know there's um, other agencies out there that um, maybe it's, you know, housing or mm-hmm. supplements on their, their bills or whatever it is. Um, lots of, lots of just different agencies and they hit a lot of different age demographics too. Well, and I, I asked that question, um, to be honest, kind of not fair for me to ask that question because prior to my life here at UECU, I actually worked for two different United Way agencies. So on the other side of, of, of this whole uh, relationship or this cooperation that's, that's done. And, um, and I can only tell you from the agency side, and sometimes people are kind of like, well, why do they just collect money and give it to these other people? Um, the thing that I always found very, um, I guess, uh, that really built the credibility for me about United Way is that it's run by, I mean, they have some staff, obviously, but the the amount of volunteers that they have doing the work, I mean, not just like going out and doing projects, but actually, you know, looking over the finances, deciding who gets money and why, and all of those different things. And it really comes down to assessments they do in the communities that they are part of about what are the biggest community needs. And, and then they look at the agencies that are out there that are already in the trenches doing the work and saying, okay, that's great that you're doing that. How about this little piece that's kind of like, you know, and they'll have those conversations to kind of make sure that um, the agencies are, are really addressing immediate community needs. And like COVID was a great example of that. They really reached out in a huge way for food and housing and different things that were that were just um, very quick needs that, that rose. And they took funds and said, okay, here, emergency needs, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I give a lot of credit to United Way for a couple of reasons. And one is that I think they mm-hmm. really do work in their communities to see what those needs are. But then um, second to that, I think there's a lot of people who want to give that just don't know who to give to and how. So when you have an organization like United Way that says, look, we're supporting all of these different initiatives and, hey, run some initiatives themselves, um, like the Ready First Read, I forget what the name is exactly, yeah. but it's the one that helps <laughs> with set. younger, Ready Set Read, that's what it is. <laughs> like things like that that are helping in schools with helping kids with literacy and different things like that that they run themselves. Um, it really is gives people an opportunity to understand what the needs are. And if they don't want to just pick one agency and say, oh, I guess I'll give it to them, giving it to United Way allows them to kind of address the community needs as they arise. So, you know, I I think for a lot of folks, they may not understand all of that. Um, I didn't, but only because I've kind of been on both sides now that I've seen, you know, just really what they do and how they do and, and how great they do it. At least our local United Way does a fantastic job. Right. It's yeah, very well known for doing the great work that they do. And we have an, an incredibly giving community. And so that's the other piece of that puzzle that we don't often talk about. And that's where we stand. Like we're a part of that giving community um, here at UECU. So I know I could talk about it for a while because <laughs> it's like a history for me of, you know, kind of wrapping. It's interesting because have been on all sides. You know, sure. I wrote the grants yeah. and I wrote the, you know, the proposals to ask United Way for money. And now I'm on the other side where we're helping to raise the money. So it's kind of cool to do that. Um, so talk a little bit about um, how the staff themselves are involved in this, because obviously, yes, we're raising money. Um, and that's just, 
but that's just part of it. But how do you go about that here at UACU? Sure. Um, so we have about 10 employees right now that are in the committee. Um, a lot of them have that's been 10% the... of our staff. Yeah. So that's <laughs> yep. actually pretty cool. Exactly. Um, so, and with those 10, um, I'd say probably almost all of them have been in at least five years, um, at least to my knowledge. Okay. Um, some new ones, um, we've been hiring some new, new people and new coworkers. So that's definitely been a, a blessing. And, uh, so 10 employees, and uh, we are ranked 31st um, in the top 100 of Berks County. Um, for, for giving to for, the campaign. Right, yep. Okay. And that's based off of our actual, our how many employees we have, how much we give, our participation rate. So there's a lot of different things that go into that. But um, to me, to have 10 employees who run that. everything yeah, um, yeah, is definitely it to me. A testament to what we do. Um, so we try to keep year-long engagement. Um, we do special event fundraisers. Um, food in Berks County is huge. Um, <laughs> of so course it is. <laughs> if, if you can put a price tag to, to food, um, typically those are our big uh, fundraiser events. Right. Um, from selling sandwiches or um, we've done other things like uh, new this year were homemade truffles. Um, so those were a huge hit. Yeah, they and, were fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I'm just people, saying. People really like those. <laughs> chocolate. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, it's chocolate. Exactly. Yep. Um, so we, uh, we always, for the last, I think, seven or eight years, have done a soup sale um, mm. closer to the Super Bowl. Um, so we kind of promote, if you're having a party, grab some soup and put it towards that. Um, yeah. So I think that's that's always ha- uh, helped. Um, my favorite was definitely the change wars, which we did about oh, three years ago. Fun. Yeah. I forgot um, about that one. Yeah. So we broke up the departments by floors and wings and, uh, they got creative and it took a lot of the pressure off of the committee. Um, and it gave fresh, fresh looks of how to fundraise and each department was doing something different. Um, I personally bought food from your department, Janine, and it was very competitive. It was, it was delicious. Oh, it was very competitive. <laughs> so ultimately, yep. every group—I mean—they were divided kind of into teams, yeah. and every group mm-hmm. basically was like, "Okay, who's going to win the battle?" So it was all for exactly. like it was all like first prize was was really just for. It was a pride thing. Bra- right. Bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> bragging rights. Yeah. That's the word I was called. I couldn't pull it out. Yeah. Bragging rights. It was all for that. But yeah, I think I made a full meal and had people pay for it. And yeah, it was kind of fun. I mean, we did all kinds of crazy things for yeah. that. And there were jars in every, like just to throw change in. Mm-hmm. And so we were all collecting change and that was a fun that, yeah. I, it was something you probably couldn't do all the time. Right, right. But and we, we ran that time. the whole year. Maybe so it's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe next year, but in a shorter, shorter fashion, maybe three, four months yeah. instead of That'd be 10. Fun. <laughs> yeah, that was a long, it was yeah. a long thing. So. so, and I should mention, so um, again, we kind of, just as the overview of United Way. So every year they do a fall, at least here in Berks County, it's a fall fundraising campaign. And they actually have guests from, you know, some of the agencies that they support come in and, and allow us to invite them to come in and really talk to the people who really haven't, not everybody gets the chance to go out and volunteer and, and kind of experience what these agencies are doing firsthand. And from having worked at a couple of them, I know the difference that makes when someone really can see it um, Mm -hmm. and ask questions and all those things. So it's kind of cool. They, they call them reverse tours. So they bring someone in from the agency to the place of work that's involved in their annual campaign. So that always happens in the fall. And so for a lot of companies, honestly, that's their United Way. When I worked at a bank, see, all three of us had previous history at a bank. <laughs> when I worked at a bank, um, you know, that was the only time we heard United Way. We saw the video, we heard someone talk, please give, fill out the pledge form. And that was kind of the beginning and the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things I love about UECU is that's not the end of it. Like it's, you guys work year long doing small fundraisers, but it's also raises awareness for the organizations more than just that little snippet of time in the fall. So it keeps it front of mind and being a marketer, you know, awareness, right. awareness, <laughs> awareness. Like, get it? Exactly. Yep. <laughs> it's a good thing. So cool. Um, so that's how the staff supports. So the company also, you know, USU as a company and our leadership team also supports United Way. So you want to talk a little bit about kind of that partnership and how they help us 
spur the staff yeah absolutely um so uecu has always been great um they help with some of our incentives uh with the campaign um so we're a little unique uh that we actually offer something called give a day get a day Um, yes (laughs) it's uh it's the most popular and i know they've been doing this for at least eight or nine years at this point maybe even longer and um so you pledge to give at least one day's worth of your pay and towards the campaign and then in return uecu actually gives you one day off that you can take at any time during the the calendar year so it's an extra pto day basically exactly Yeah. yeah yeah That's so, a big seller. Yeah. yeah. To, me, to me, you're not really out anything. So it's, you know, it makes sense. Why not give at least yeah. that day? Um, hopefully you'll see the impact that United Way has on what they do. Right. And then the next year you bump that up and just keep increasing. Right. But um, so that's one thing. Um, the other thing that we do is um, every year they offer. Yeah. It's okay. My mind went blank. So, yeah. Well, they offer lots of... It's okay. It's all right. It's, yeah, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think too. Yeah. Because the truth of the matter is they offer a lot of different incentives. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And the company backs them. So, um, even just in support of... Um, like there's PTO that they put out for an extra prize. Oh, we should talk about the prizes. So, this That's is kind of more of a going. staff thing. Uh, yeah. But the company supports us doing this too. Sure. Um, so for our campaign, um, we actually like to give a give back. So those who pledge to give funds in through payroll, um, you can win or you can stack up tickets and those tickets can be placed into raffle drawings. Um, and with those drawings, you know, it's strictly just a thank you. Um, you can't buy those tickets. Um, so, and UECU donates, um, two extra hours of PTO, uh, towards those, um, also some of our executive team, um, supports and buys some of those baskets and puts those out. Um, so that just helps. Um, most of the baskets are actually donated from our staff, um, or surrounding companies that have, you know, sponsored a basket. So that's always helpful. Yeah, we always have like 30 of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last year was, it's a very exciting seven, I think it's a very exciting, like we always have a staff meeting and then, you know, shaking the tickets and <laughs> you get to pick the ones that you like and stick your tickets in and make sure that you, you know, get something that you enjoy. Sure. Um, but oh my word. So we have this one and I'm just going to give a shout out to one of our staff members. <laughs> so Dave Bogart makes this fantastic <laughs> pumpkin roll. Cause he's just an amazing baker. Um, and that's like one of the highlights every yep. year is who's getting Dave's pumpkin roll. <laughs> so it's just different things like that, that staff contribute in different ways, or maybe they, um, you know, on the side have a small business of some kind and, um, and they do parties or different things. So they'll put a basket together or I know every year, you know, there's the, the big ones other than the pumpkin roll, the other big ones are <laughs> there's usually a couple of frames or something filled up <laughs> with lottery tickets. <laughs> yeah, and those yeah, are always popular. big winners because it's just yeah. kind of fun. Um, you never know what's going to happen, right? So the scratch off. So that's, those are always popular, but there's a lot of fun ones that get people's attention. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's great. All right. So a year long, we're talking about United Way and really raising funds. Um, before we get to Don's committee, I think as a precursor to kind of where that um, committee kind of grew from, through the United Way, we've also had opportunities for many years um, to volunteer at different places. And usually one day a year, they have the, what, what's it called? The day of care. Oh, it's, right. it's actually, and it's mm-hmm. tomorrow, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. um, yep. So I say that not knowing when this is going to go live, but it's in September every year. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and so, you know, talk a little bit about how they kind of organize that and how we get people involved and, and all that good stuff. Sure. Uh, from a standpoint of UECU, um, and that's another thing, uh, it's not just the campaign or money or, you know, things like that, but UECU stands by the heart of serving and people helping people. And um, so UECU always supports um, at least eight volunteers that through their work day, um, for one day, they can go and serve, um, through the day of caring, which is supporting the partner agencies with United Way. Um, 
And this year we have two groups going out to two different uh, agencies, uh, one being New Journey Community Outreach. Um, so they do a four day a week or five day a week food um, distribution center okay. um, where families can come and get food, no questions asked, and mm. they're supported that way. Um, New Journey also has a uh, clothing drive uh, or a clothing store kind of set up. Um, it's completely free, but anyone can go and fill up a bag full of clothes and there's no cost behind that. Um, and then they also have a business section. So I think that was something that really impacted me with the reverse tours of the campaign and things like that. Um, being the chair, I was able to go to kind of like a campaign workshop mm. and then go to the New Journey community outreach and hear firsthand of how just the center has really impacted the community. Um, someone had come for some clothes during COVID. Um, they needed something for a interview and here um, the director there had set them up or maybe it wasn't the director, but someone had gotten them clothes. They went for their interview and then fast forward a year the director of New Journey needed some help with their computer. It wasn't working. So this guy shows up. He works on the computer for a couple hours. And here he had this aha moment uh, and realized that um, Sue Crawl, who's the director of New Journey, was actually there when he had gotten the clothes for the interview for that job. So wow. just kind of like full circle, full circle of how, yeah. you know, these agencies, they're kind of in the, you know, What's the like war zone or trenches. the trenches? Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, um, they're definitely on the front lines of, exactly. of solving issues, right? And f real problems yeah. for individuals. Right. So, to me, New Journey has definitely um, got a big hole in my heart filling, yeah. um, just because I've seen and now felt and have served there at least three or four times over the last couple of days. And it makes a difference caring. when you can be part of it. And exactly. that's what I loved about um, United Way when they did this, started this unit, the day of caring. It's one thing to hear about it. It's even one thing to have someone come and talk to you about their organization. And, you know, uh, I mean, I cry at the drop of a hat, so it's not <laughs> hard to make me get emotionally attached or evolve, but um, but it, it has value, but there's just something about setting foot inside and seeing what's going on. You, I can't put a price tag on the value sure. mm -hmm. of that, of being part of it right. and really seeing families that are changed and lives that are improved. And it's one thing to hear it and to write a check or to you know, payroll deduction, which is sure. all wonderful because it makes it easy to give. Um, again, my history, I lived it. And right. so, you know, the impact, but you don't really know it until you set foot inside it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, goodness. See, I told you I dried the car, <laughs> cried the drop of a hat. Um, so it's just, I just know there's a lot of value to that. And I'm glad that United Way supports it. And then, then talk about the other one. Cause the other one, you know, is near and dear to my heart. Sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so the other one is Opportunity House this year. Um, so I wasn't really into weeding and <laughs> doing yard work. You not into yard work? <laughs> no, we just bought a house. So uh, we've been doing our own yard work. <laughs> so I'm kind of done with that. Um, but, but we do have people going to do some, some yard cleanup yes. for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, um, but yeah, so they'll be showing up uh, tomorrow at 9 a.m., with some work clothes on and kind of getting dirty and making the whole area of Opportunity House um, really just upgrading it and, and changing the looks. And yeah. I think those who, because um, I believe, is this is this where it's part the shelter? It's, um, I think it's their, um, uh, yes, for women, it's the it's the Beacon House. So okay. I think it's their um, kind of an offsite. It's not at their main location. It's an offsite facility okay. that obviously could use a little bit of uh, refreshing on the outside. Right. The fun part is we have a couple staff members who have just started an initiative for the staff inside to do some gardening and, and different things and to actually kind of beautify where we work every day. And I know that the two of them that are leading that are actually doing the yard work. There we go. <laughs> Tomorrow at an opportunity house. So shout out to Keaton and, um, and Erica um, for, you know, kind of taking something that we're doing for ourselves and then expanding that into the community, which is kind of cool. And I, I we have other staff involved in that as well. So okay, I, I want to, sure. um, you know, just highlight those, but um, 
Opportunity House, for those who aren't familiar with it, um, the reason that one's dear, near and dear to my heart is I worked there for eight years um, in my previous life of fundraising <laughs> um, for a living. And, uh, and so that organization is a homeless shelter. They have transitional housing. They, have a, a, they do a program that supports veterans. Um, they've worked with helping children in the org in, in the uh, community with um, who have faced sexual abuse. Um, I don't think I think that's actually branched off into something else now. But they've had their hands in a lot of different things, and it's been I don't know, <laughs> oh goodness, how many years? I've, it's probably been seventeen or eighteen years since I've worked there. But um, I just know, having spent so much time there, just what they do to help people live and become independent to the best of their ability. And we have a lot of people in our community who may never be able to live fully independent, but that doesn't mean they have to live on the streets. Sure. Um, and mm -hmm. so, you know, we have some great um, organizations in the area that serve the homeless pop population, men, women, children, families, um, and Opportunity House has kind of been part of that circle for a very long time, I think since the seventies. So it's kind of neat to see, um, them progress and and continuing to grow and and they like I said they'll always have kind of a piece of my heart um, just for the time that I spent there like you have experienced at New Journey um, you know just seeing that and and experiencing um, you know just one quick thing I'll say about that is you know I think until I worked there I didn't really understand that um, the way I was raised really did affect so many of my life choices. And so sometimes it's easy for us to sit back and go, I don't understand why someone's making that choice. Um, and, you know, and maybe we look at that as being not a great choice in life. And the fact is, well, I was taught certain things to make good choices. I was guided to make good choices. And not everybody's that blessed. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has that background. Um, and their lives are difficult in different ways. And so, you know, to kind of be there. And, and I've seen literally... <laughs> the light bulb go off in someone like they're talking to you and you're, they're saying words that they know you want to hear. And then all of a sudden you can just see this like light bulb moment. You see the eyes kind of open up and go, Oh, I actually believe what I'm saying now, you know, yeah. and it's just, it's an amazing um, opportunity to change lives and talk about a full circle. A couple of years back, we actually had someone come in to do a reverse tour and she kind of looked familiar, but I, I couldn't place it. And I was talking and she was talking and she told the story of the fact that she was, uh, actually she was an LCS and she had spent time at the shelter when I worked there and she recognized me and I was, she was there with her mom. Her mom needed the services. So as a child, she went where mom went um, and just like talk about a full circle moment. Mm -hmm. I was, oh yeah. yeah, we won't go too far into that because I'll just cry. <laughs> um, but, you know, just to see those moments and to know that impact mm -hmm. is just an amazing thing. So that we've talked a lot about United Way and how all that's happened. So, Dawn, you've been very patient <laughs> okay. and I thank you for that. Um, but I really do think like that work and getting involved in the community and being aware of the agencies and different things kind of may have been a part of the puzzle to your group. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about the Employee Volunteer Program Committee. Um, sure. And so that's a fairly new. Um, it's it's not something that we've always had. The United Way has been around for a while for us, but this was mm -hmm. kind of a new initiative. Can you talk a little bit about where that even came from and how it got started? And then we'll talk a little bit about the work that it does. Of course. Uh, yes. So it is fairly new. Uh, <laughs> so it actually started um, through a, a group of uh, employees here at the credit union. They attended a leadership school called Judge Bradley back in about 2016. Okay. So they came up with the idea, there's a project you have to do at Judge Bradley. Um, and there was a wellness committee that had already been very successful here at the credit union. So they went and created this employee volunteer committee. And it was um, something that they were looking to do, I think, kind of to work with the United Way to get more volunteer opportunities for our um, employees and to really help the community um, in seeing all the places that need help, people that need our help, mm -hmm. um, you know, the whole people versus help people helping people right. is really important. So they, um, they started this program and I got involved because one of the coworkers here being new was saying, Hey, we're creating this, uh, committee, this program. So I just jumped on board because growing up, a lot of times you wanted to volunteer. And I think a lot of people have that same feeling as I do that you want to help 
but you just don't know where to go or you don't have that. It's just like giving chance. Right. It's, right. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like, where do you jump in? How yeah. do I know? Where is it safe? Where, you know, what do I do? Yeah. Just yeah. getting the, the ball rolling. It's exactly. hard. It's intimidating sometimes. It is, right? Yeah. You just think, oh, how can I make a difference? You know, right. well, just me, where do you where do you go? What do you do? So this really gave the opportunity for everybody here to get involved. And we have 12 employees um, currently right now. And two, we have some newer employees that nice. have jumped on board and, you know, some new ideas and finding places because you just don't have any idea of all the places and people that need help. Right. So it's great. Um, we really enjoy it. So, um, so talk yeah. a little bit about, um, just briefly so that you mentioned judge Bradley and that's like a leadership training program. Is that, um, specific to credit unions or is that financial institutions? I think you've been part of that. Haven't you? I did. I did go myself too. And it is for credit unions. Um, okay. and it is for the, um, you know, people who want to do more, um, personal growth for themselves, for, personal for others. Person, yep, absolutely. Okay. So, um, that is where the whole program, you know, developed from. So that came out of, you have an assignment and to mm -hmm. kind of do something back and a project and make it happen. So, um, there were a few staff members who actually spearheaded that. That was, uh, Lisa, Lisa Delucia, Delucia and, and Greg, Greg Cosgrove. Right. Yes. Yep. Yep. And so I know they, they spearheaded it and, and they've done a good job of saying, okay, just because they headed it doesn't mean that they always have to be the chair. So, but right. they did lead it through those starting years and, and getting it up and running. So, um, it's kind of neat to see something take on a life of its own. And it feels like this committee has really done that, which is really cool. Yep. Yep. Yeah. They're still involved with it. Um, we just, you know, changed the chair of it and I, I co-chair with Barb Musha. So, uh, we really, you know, collaborate with each other and, and, and she's one it. of our newer employees. So it's yes. kind of neat to see someone come in with just a different, I, I know with the United Way committee, I have been <laughs> on, yeah, just, well, just a fresh viewpoint and, and just new things to kind of look at and focus on because, um, you know, the value of a committee is that you have a lot of different viewpoints. Yes. So you get to kind of see a broader range of just than what you support personally, but you get to understand a little bit more how everybody's involved in the community and what speaks to them. Uh, you know, like I always joke, it's like babies, pets, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we all find something that we fits always everyone. have something that, yeah, there's always something to, to do. So, all right. So talk a little bit about um, how does the company support the group. And then let's talk a little bit about some of the things that they've actually done in the last few years. Okay, sure. So the, the UECU um, is always very supportive as far as, uh, again, to giving some time if an employee needs to do some volunteer work during the workday, um, if there's any expenses that need to be given to um, help support or, or buy things for the volunteer activity at the okay. time. So we've always been able to work together and it's been a great team, you know, teamwork with that. And a lot of things we have done, um, you know, I just wrote things down because I know yeah, I'm going to forget there's so many. Oh. <laughs> no, I get that. So, um, I mean, just to give an idea of some of the different things that we've done and some yeah. of them we do kind of annually, well, a little tougher during COVID, let's be honest, um, you know, right. getting out and volunteering in person during that time was kind of tough. It um, was. Yeah. I mean, we had probably two thirds of our staff or more that were working from home and all different, you know, just like everybody else that was kind of in that white collar world, it was just a very different time. Yeah. But before that, and now we're coming back into it again. Yay. Yes. We're, com <laughs> we're coming back strong now. Yeah. So we've had a lot of good stuff coming up this yes. past year. So I'm very excited. So what, what have we done this year now that things are kind of flowing again and um, where do you see it? Where, you know, what, what's next? What's next. So we just came off of doing, um, Animal Rescue League. Uh, we did uh, made cat toys, and I think we kind of mentioned before too, just getting people's interests. Mm -hmm. And you know, we know I know there's a lot of pet lovers, and mm -hmm. um, we had a great turnout. We had 25 um, volunteers wow, come that's in. Awesome. Yeah, we did it right here at the credit union. We just, um, you know, Stacy Becker was a big help. Um, she's in my department. She helped me get the supplies, and she does a lot of uh, volunteer work with Animal Rescue oh, League. Nice. So she came up with the idea. So, but that um, we have a uh, I Heart Harvest, we do every year. It's um, potato picking. Not they I Heart Radio, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Heart Harvest. So I it's, heart a, harvest. it's actually a group. Talk a little bit about what they do. It's kind of cool. It was um, it was a family. Um, Walter Zakowski um, 
he actually started the um, with a one acre of land on his property to do potatoes and all of the harvesting then goes to the um, the helping food harvest food bank. Yeah. Okay. Works. So they start with an acre and then his church then just started saying, Oh, Hey, you know what? We will uh, volunteer and, and donate an acre of our land. And then another family, Oh, we'll donate an acre of our land. And it just has expanded to, oh I think probably, I think maybe 15 acres or so of different like, a patchwork, like here, there and everywhere. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yep. I haven't done that one yet. So I wasn't really uh, fully aware of how that it's, worked. It's great. That's yeah. really yeah. cool. And they make, um, they, Fry up some of the potatoes and make um, homemade French French fries right there on oh, the field while you're picking. You get to take a break then. And oh, there's so it's center. awesome. Yeah. Okay. So. so food, Berks County. It yeah. Works. <laughs> um, so talk uh, a little bit about how, so what is the actual volunteer work that's done? Just like explain what what is it that you're doing when you go there? So we actually um, get dirty. We bring gloves and you're in dirty sneakers. It was muddy some years, but you just, you know, you can, you just sit there and just, they plow the fields and then we actually pick the potatoes, okay. put them in the boxes, baskets, what have you. And then they have the tractor there and they'll just keep uh, plowing it um, as you go along. Wow. And sometimes there's other groups there that you get to meet and, and, and join in the, oh, the, that's cool. the volunteer festivities, but it's uh it's a great way to, it's a feel good moment for sure. you and knowing what you're doing, but it's, um, you get to chit chat and, and catch up with your coworkers as well. So it's just, well, it's I think it's, the other thing that I've noticed with like the EVP, I'm sorry, employee volunteer program. We, you know, we have acronyms for everything. So the EVP, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, is, is that it's also, um, been extended kind of like to invite your family to be part of that sometimes too. Yep. So I think there's other activities that I know the big cheese, like, and actually that's a United way event, but still, yes. um, mm. EVP kind of puts out and promotes to get people to sign up for that. So talk maybe a little bit about that. Yeah, oh, the big cheese. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, that's on my, <laughs> that's on the list too. Yeah. That was back in June. We do every year too. And that is, um, over at the Penn state Berks campus. They have over, um, we pack over 250,000, um, packages of mac and cheese that they give to families who are in need of some extra help, right. food and, and things of that nature. And, oh my gosh, I forget how many employees that actually whenever that we had two big tables set up okay. of UECU employees. But it was also family members too. But family members. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Kids, you know, spouses come and it's, it's really a great event. So we really enjoy doing that each year. That's cool. Yeah. So what else is on your list? What else have we done that, that uh, oh has made an impact? Gosh. Um, so again, Opportunity House um, is something that we do. The um, New Journey um, Outreach Program. We also have done some donations and, um, some collections, collections and, things. and things of that nature. Cups of Compassion, like in the wintertime, we sometimes do things seasonally. So Cups of Compassion has been done. Lena Lisa had been big with going down so to what is Reading. That? And it's with, um, they have clothes and hot cups of coffee, um, hot chocolate um, for people, again, too, who would need something warm on a cold day. Okay. Um, a scarf to help them keep warm on a cold day. So, so that's, just that's, serving the group that might just be a little chilly at that time of year and yeah. need a little bit of Yeah. I know, Caitlin, you had gone to that the one year. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a chance to do that. I don't yeah. know if you have anything else. Um, so they set up that. a bunch of different tables. Um, each table is like a different station. So... Uh, just like you said, uh, there's a huge section where local businesses who um, do food will bring out soup and anything warm to keep anyone warm, um, blanket giveaways, clothes giveaways, okay. again, speak for the, the cats and, and dogs. <laughs> yeah. There's always like a, a dog and cat Aww. table. Um, <laughs> I think I was actually at the dog food table. Um, and then tons of volunteers come for that. Um, they put up red scarves on all of the poles before the actual event to let people know, hey, the event's coming. Oh, um, so and that's then, like how they notify the yeah, community. That, yep. Okay. And then there's like a twofold to that. They put those up so people know that the event's coming. Okay. But if someone's cold, they take that scarf down and then they can wear it. Okay. Um, so it kind of kind of makes awareness, but then also serves and gives back. That's another purpose. Yeah, exactly. That's so, interesting. I didn't realize that's how they yeah. advertised it kind of. I mean, because obviously you have something that's set up for one day. How do you get the people there that need right. to be there? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So. 
Neat. Thank so, you. Sharing that part. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I, you know, it's like until you've yeah. been part of it, and and that the good news is you have so many things. The EVP committee has so many different opportunities that I know, like tomorrow's day of caring. Like part of me mm -hmm. wanted to do it. I'm like, no, I've done it before. Let someone else have that opportunity. So you can't do them all, That's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what are anything else on your list that sticks out? That um, um, yes. So I um, near and dear to my heart is um, the veterans making a difference. Um, Doug mm -hmm. and Liz Graybill. I had heard them um, speak at a Memorial Day parade one time, and we know. I think as a general thoughts of what our soldiers um, go through in our military, um, but hearing his testimony and the sacrifices that he's made and the mm. um, brothers that he had lost, I think really, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, hit me. <laughs> hit, yeah. And yeah. Um, so we do um, work for them. Um, and then they also work with the, um, oh gosh, see now I went blank too, That's but like um, the, the, um, Hope Rescue. Hope Rescue, thank you. Okay. Um, they do work with the Hope Rescue. Which is another homeless serving organization, a, a shelter and such, and more. <laughs> yes. That does a great job here in, in Berks County as well. So they work mm -hmm. alongside them? Yes. Okay. Yep, they do. And uh, I know we've done a pancake breakfast uh, for them already. And the Tune Trail we've done cleanups for. Um, we're doing, um, what else have we done? A blood drive is coming up this October, yep. which is a, a first for our, I think it's kind of been shared in the past. It's been a while with COVID and everything, but we're going to do a blood drive. So we're excited about that yeah. um, as well. well and I think uh, back to the veterans, that's, we always do the drives for the Thanksgiving dinners, the turkey the dinners, dinners. And, turkey goes, dinners, and that goes yeah. to the, some of the veterans. Rescue, and to different right? veteran families that yeah. would need it. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. That's really cool. And that's, so in here, it's always fun. It's like all of a sudden when we see the big, construction we make paper a turkey, turkey with, like, up the, on the wall yeah. with all the different feathers and there's something written on each feather and you yeah. know grab a feather go home fill that need and bring it in and it just provides a couple of meals for some families in need and um, there's just a lot of things that we do that have fallen under now that fall under the EVP committee but um, mm -hmm. you know outside of those things and I, I just wanted to make sure that I, I kind of hit on you know, there's other things that we do that the like, so what we've talked about now really is more about the employees doing direct support um, in different ways. And the company supports both of those efforts, um, mm -hmm. but the company also does things to support the community in different ways. And I just, I'm not going to hit them all because <laughs> we would be here for a very long time and nobody loves to hear a huge long list. Um, but, you know, each year we support uh, utility and energy industry groups. Um, you know, through events, participation and sponsorships. And that just speaks kind of to our history of serving that industry. So yes, um, you'll more often hear us refer to ourselves as UECU, um, but we are Utilities Employees Credit Union. That hasn't changed. Um, and that's uh, one way that we support outside of just our specific community. That's a nationwide, we, I mean, we have members in all 50 states. So uh, it's kind of nice to kind of jump on different things that are happening here, there, and everywhere. And just a couple examples. Uh, we, we love line, uh, electric linemen rodeos. That's one that we always are um, yes. kind of drawn to. Um, so if you're not familiar with what that is, um, so the guys that do the work on the poles, um, you know, to restore your power or to make sure that you didn't lose it in the first place, they actually have competitions at all different places all over um, you know, the world, um, but we support a few specifically. One is the actual, the international lineman's rodeo, which is in Kansas every year. And that's a big one. Um, people come from all over. Um, also, you know, some unique, um, smaller venues. So, um, Florida municipal electric associations, they have alignment competition. So we travel to Florida and support that. Um, one that's kind of near and dear to, to our hearts and well, and if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, um, you're aware that we support uh, the NSUJL, um, which is the group that supports um, fallen, the families of fallen linemen. Um, and also um, supports ones who have been injured and, and their families. So they do an event every year called Climbing for Lost Linemen, which is also uh, like a memorial event, but it's also a rodeo. And that one's close. So yeah. that one's not too far away. We get to, to go and support that. But we also go out and speak to different groups and support other groups, um, more than just linemen, I promise. Um, you know, so Women in Energy is a group that, uh, an association that, um, has women in the energy industry all over the U.S., and it's an association that gets together and does a lot of um, educational opportunities and things along those lines. So we actually have presented to them on financial wellness and different things like that. Um, Independent Energy Human Resources Association. So we reach out and support them every year in their annual event. 
Um, and then, of course, there's lots of industry-specific expos where we just kind of catch up with a lot of our industry friends across the United States. So, you know, PA Independent Oil and Gas Association, Eastern Energy Expo, trees and utilities. A lot of people don't think about that. But yeah, you know, before someone can fix the problem after a storm, someone has to clear the vegetation that's fallen on them. <laughs> so, you know, there's all yeah. these different pieces of the puzzle. So uh, we we participate in that event, Southeast Propane Alliance, um, a lot of the Call 811 um, types of safety events. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of part of our DNA to support um, the utility and energy industry as a company. And yes, obviously we send staff out to that, but it's not necessarily volunteering. It's just our support financially and to kind of interact. Um, but we also do support some members directly on occasion and and kind of in um, interesting ways. This last year during storm duty, um, we actually sponsored a meal when we knew that some of the folks in our area were on storm duty in another state. <laughs> you know, cleaning up after a major storm. We've actually gotten in a minivan and driven to Florida and dropped off snacks <laughs> to some of our, right. our members. Um, so it's just, you know, we, we try to reach out in different ways. It's, I wish we could do more of that. I think we always do. And it's kind of a, a random act of kindness more than it is an initiative because we could be out there like they are every day. <laughs> um, but even locally, we saw a couple guys, you know, a couple trucks working on local lines and we dropped off some snacks. So just, you know, just a thank you for what you do. And um, so that's always kind of fun to be able to do the person to person stuff. Um, that doesn't happen as often. Um, and then, you know, the home, the hometown community support beyond just United way and what the EVP does, um, you know, we work, Probably one that most people would say, well, that makes sense that a credit union does that, is um, locally there are uh, financial reality fairs. And now, actually, we're leading the charge in Brooks County. So um, our staff member, Erica Winnell, is um, actually part of uh, leading that group and organizing this year's. And what that really is, is reaching into local high schools and doing a day-long event. Well, for the kids, it's like a couple of hours, but we're usually there for the whole day. <laughs> doing different groups and just giving them kind of that budget wake up call. Like, so, oh, you want to live on your own. That's great. Okay. This is how much rent is. This is how much it is to buy furniture, transportation, all these things, you know, and then they get to the end of their little worksheet and, and they're like, oh, wait a second. So the job that I think I was going to have doesn't support my choices or, you know, the, so they might have to go back and tweak the budget and do different things like that. So um, we really have a great opportunity to work alongside other credit unions. So I think we had 11 credit unions um, wow. in our building, represented in our building, um, and just a, a couple of weeks ago to kind mm -hmm. of spearhead what this year's uh, reality fairs are going to look like. So that obviously that speaks near and dear to our heart of helping people and improving financial well-being. But we also do fun things like support local athletes. So, you know, there's a group here locally who does um, kind of uh, reporting on high school sports uh, aside from our normal newspapers and things. And they have a great thing going. It's a Mike Drago sports. And so we we actually sponsor some of the announcements of, you know, who had a great week and athletes that are kind of at the top of their game and getting to know uh, the athletes and the, and the high school sports team. So that's kind of been a fun thing lately. Uh, and then also, you know, reaching to a group, uh, to young students through different events in their elementary schools. We've been sponsoring more of those lately. And then also uh, one that's been kind of a favorite that, that EVP gets involved in um, is the Dream League. So mm -hmm. um, yeah. our local uh, sports uh, baseball team, and I'm never going to get the what kind of A it is, triple A. I don't know what double A, whatever that is. <laughs> I'm not a baseball. Sorry. I'm not a baseball fan. I own it. Um, but anyway, uh, the Reading Fightin' Phils, which is a feeder team to the Philadelphia Phillies. That part I know. <laughs> um, they have something called Baseball Town Charities, which supports um, opportunities for disabled children to have that athletic um, experience and for their parents to be able to sit in the stands and watch games, um, which we've you know been part of a couple of their fun events, Halloween events and different things through through the years. So that's always been a fun one. Another one, and I'll, I'll try to wrap it up, but um, gosh, there's just so many. Mm -hmm. um, but one that uh, also kind of speaks to financial well-being is we've offered scholarships for many years. And then lately, uh, the last few years, we've actually had two different scholarships. It's a contest um, that our members and their kids, you know, if they become members, can enter. 
Um, and so whether they work in the utilities nationwide or they're residents of PA, we have kind of two different funds. So we support that because we know paying for college is certainly not inexpensive and it's a challenge. So we try to, to support that way. But there, there's been some community events. Um, recently, uh, the Redding, uh, Greater Reading Immigration Project actually does a fundraiser for their dreamers. So um, kind of need to support a, a scholarship uh, outreach for them. And community-wide, a lot of people are probably familiar with things like Angel Tree. So I don't think that's mm -hmm. just a Berks County thing. Maybe it is. Um, but providing Christmas gifts to uh, kids that work for a lot, or not, not that work, that are served by a lot of the agencies that United Way supports or that we've reached out through EVP and making sure they have a nice Christmas or, you know, a nice winter holiday. Um, and then recently the Burks walk to end Alzheimer's, uh, we've supported Penn state children's hospital through different events. We have some fun too. It's like W W I O V is our local country music radio station and they have a fall fest. So we're going to be out at that event and have some fun just getting to know the folks there. Um, and then this one's really neat. one that's coming up is the Reddings bring the change Sunday in the park diversity event. So we're reaching out and trying to do some different things and, and kind of, you know, um, raising awareness in the community that, you know, that we're here for them. Um, so see there, I went through that long, long list anyway. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, the, the truth of the matter is that our staff and our, and our company, our organization, um, we're just active and, and we're all kind of out there giving in different ways. And it's kind of fun that we have two groups that kind of focus those efforts here at UECU. Um, so, you know, we could probably talk for another hour, but I always say that, but we won't, I promise. Uh, you know, we've actually, we're getting close. So um, let's end it with this. Um, we, I always ask of my, ho of my guests, sorry, my hosts, of my guests, I always ask them um, because to bring a full circle, we do work for a credit union. So if you, you know, maybe through some of these activities that you've been part of or different things, if you were to give a financial tip to someone or to your younger self, like, you could speak to yourself when you're 15, um, what would be one thing that you wish you knew or that you wish other people understood better? So Caitlin, let's start with you. Uh, Financial tip from sure. Caitlin. <laughs> um, so uh, something that I definitely wish that I could go back and restart would be if you have that idea, kind of like when you talked about the reality fairs and you're working on your budget and you're trying to figure out kind of how all your money is going to work um, before you even move out. Um, I think it's a great idea and I did not do this and wish I would have, um, but start storing that money away earlier mm. than later. Um, so you're not living paycheck to paycheck or, you know, trying to steal money from over here and give it over here. Um, I think just really budgeting uh, better. So I think the reality fair itself is great. And wish I would have been taught that <laughs> at uh, at fifteen. Um, but yeah, definitely, I think save when you don't know you need to. Oh, so, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> save when you don't know you need to. Yeah, that's that's actually that would solve a lot of problems. Yeah, I financially, like yeah. it still would yeah. solve a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> so how about how about you, Don? Sort of along the same lines as Caitlin, I would tell young adults to definitely uh, start contributing to the 401k ah. as early as you can because... Focus on retirement. Yes. Okay. It, it comes before you know it. <laughs> Sadly. I have no idea what you're so, talking yeah, about. No, no, I mean, not for me, but you know, just... <laughs> We're not but, getting older. No. I'm not sure what you're talking about. No, I get it though. Yeah. I mean, it does... I think it's one of those things where you just have so many different priorities when you're young and trying to get started. And um, it's just hard to think about that far in the future. Exactly. Uh, but recently we, we had a, a speaker in that talked about, you know, finances and all that. And the, the difference between even our grandparents and us is if you think, oh, I'm retiring at 65 or 67. So you've maybe worked 50 some years, right? At that point, give or take. And you're going to live for another, I think they said, so if you're working for 60 years, today's, you know, the, the length of someone's life, you're going to be retired for 30 more years. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, like the average <laughs> age is gone so much higher that more and more people are well into their nineties today. True. So yeah, when you think about saving for retirement, it means for every two years that you're working, you have one year retired. 
that was a mind blowing to me, yeah. like to really think about, okay, I need to do a better job <laughs> of getting ready for that. Um, oh, that's good. I thought you were going to say we had a way to retire until like later. No, no. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> don't prolong it. <laughs> no, just, it was just kind of, I guess I never really thought about it as like, it used to be, you know, you worked 60 years and you were lucky life expectancy if you live 15 or 20. Well, now the yeah. average is like 30 years into retirement, which is great. That blew my mind. Yeah. Blew my mind. I just, I couldn't get my head wrapped around it. So anyway, well, thank you for your tips. I just always like to have that little thing going from, from episode to episode, just so that there's always something that brings us back to, you know, who we are and what we do. And, uh, and certainly our goal is to help others improve their financial well-being. So I think everybody who has lived more than 15 years, maybe, has some kind of a financial advice to be able to offer. And so I thank you for participating in my little trivia, um, <laughs> my little financial tip uh, uh, segment. So I thank you for that. Is there anything that you think we've missed about, you know, UECU's contributions to the community and, and the things that we do? Or do you think we've kind of done a pretty good job of summing it up? I think we've done a great job. I think, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I don't, I don't like to leave unless everyone is like, yep, we've said our piece. Okay. Well, I thank you both for being my guest today. I know that, um, you know, this is not always a fun thing for everybody <laughs> and you both did great. And so I thank you for that. Um, for those who are listening, uh, you can find all of our previous episodes. Uh, if you just search UECU on your favorite podcast app, you can quickly find us. But you can also find us online, and um, our social media handles are typically our full name. So in LinkedIn and on uh, Facebook, it's under our good old long name, Utilities Employees Credit Union. Um, on Instagram and on Twitter, we are at UECU Happy. Um, because we're happy to work for you, we see you right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and proud. Um, so anyway, we hope that you'll look for us there. And as you hear uh, our different episodes, that you'll chime in with your financial tips and, uh, and perhaps your experiences volunteering and supporting and your part of people helping people. We'd love to hear your stories too. So thanks so much for your time today. And we'll, we'll see you next time. 